Hey, I'm Paige, Kiwi singer, songwriter, and now podcast extraordinaire. Welcome to my place, Paige's Space. Today, I'll be talking with my friend Rule. Rule is a well-loved Australian artist from Sydney. Me and Rule caught up on life since the global pandemic and spoke about how we got started in music, our mutual love for music, and some pretty heavy issues going on in the world right now. Rule is one of my favorite artists ever and is such a good guy, and I'm so happy I got to catch up with him. So here we go, my chat with Rule. Say hello to the people, Rule. Uh, hello, people. This is Rule. How are you doing? Um, I'm sure they're doing great. <laughs> um, so um, if you guys don't know who Rule is, you're probably living under a rock. Uh, Rule is a artist hailing from New South Wales, Sydney, Australia? Sydney? That's, that's correct. Yes, that's where I am. God, right now. see, look at that. Look at me doing all my research. <laughs> you journalist. Um, oh God, I'm so, I'm so good. Um, I just wanted to start off with doing some quick fire questions. Are you keen? Yeah, I'm keen. Let's go. Okay, let's do it real quick. Okay. Um, favorite celebrity you've met and why? Uh, you, because you're really, really cool and stuff like that, you know? I am blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> um, favorite show to binge watch on Netflix at the moment? Ooh, uh, I just finished Love Life with my sisters, which was fun. Um, but that was more just like a, f- like a little family thing. I think that's why I really, really enjoyed it. But just because, of, you know, me and my sisters watching little rom-com. That sounds so pure. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite guilty pleasure treat? Uh, like food? If, if you want it to be. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say I make like these awful quesadillas when I, because I can't cook anything. So I make like basically just a wrap cheese and salami and put a bunch of hot sauce on it when I get hungry. And it's really bad for me, but it's so tasty. I feel like that's all there is to a quesadilla anyway, I guess. I right? mean, yeah, I guess so. But like, it doesn't look like a quesadilla. It just looks like schlump and wrap. It just, it's not, it's not pretty. It's not about the presentation all the time. It's about the taste. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not too guilty, but I'll say that anyway. <laughs> um, and would you rather eat KFC or McDonald's for the rest of your life? Oh, KFC, any day. That was that was a quick answer. Yeah, 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 that's way too easy. Wow. Um, lastly, this you can elaborate a little bit on this question. Yeah. Um, what's your dream for the future? Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I got deep, <laughs> I went from KFC to dreams. Um... I'm going to, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say to get to a point where I can live somewhere where I don't have to move around as much and I can still make music and be comfortable. (laughs) Wow. That's like, I didn't expect that answer. Is that like a thing for you? Like you don't like traveling to and fro like all the time? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I do love traveling. I just want to get to a point, like, I don't know, when I'm maybe mid-30s um, or younger, I don't know, where I can just settle down and, like, properly have a family as well as keep making music. Yeah, right. Do you record in um, Sydney or Australia or... Uh, I mean, sorry, really, or America? Really, like, anywhere um, is <laughs> like works. Uh, I, at the moment, obviously, I've been recording in Sydney. So like the Sony studio and um, 
But when I'm in uh, America, my producer and Phaser's got a studio in his house and I just record there when I'm over there, which is fun. Yeah, and that's like, would you say that that's your creative space? Uh, I don't think I really have a creative space. I feel like I can I can be creative anywhere. Thank you very much, Paige. Oh, no, <laughs> oh. wild. No, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I... <laughs> I, I definitely feel like those are my two spots where I, I am most productive. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because I mean, like, I have my spaces where it's like, I'm creative usually, like, when I drive. Oh, wow. But That's annoying because you can't, like, write something down while you're on a, on a drive. Yeah, I know. Usually people think that I'm just a texter and driver. I'm not. I'm a voice audio, yeah. Um, well, yeah, you just a do voice memo and driver. Hey, Siri. Hey Siri. Yeah, it's like, but then I I have a, yeah, but usually like I have my creative space and then my productive space and my productive space is where I like need to be, Yeah, you know? Let's talk about how we met. This is a bit of a story for me. I know it probably isn't for you, but for me, it's quite thrilling. Um, Oh, I would like to hear your perspective of it. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'll talk about, okay. So I got asked if I wanted to um, open for you um in Auckland New Zealand shed 10 yes that was, was correct I was really excited about it because it was it was something I was talking about that year I was like oh like this year I really want to open for rule like if he ever comes to New Zealand I really want to do that and then Aww. the opportunity came out in front of me and I was like oh my gosh like yes hell yeah <laughs> I'm so keen and then I was like oh no because I was a like I was a big fan, still am, still am. Aww, but I was a so stan, oi. Well, yeah, like I was really, really excited to have you on because I loved you. I loved your music as well. I know I wasn't. I didn't reach out to you or anything, but I, uh, I was, I was happy that was how we met. It was very organic. I felt like. Yeah, it was nice, eh? Like I'm glad that we didn't talk on social media or anything before. Yeah, you're right. You I know? feel that's really weird sometimes where I'm. I don't know, DMing someone or like an artist that I'm a fan of. And then I meet them at like a festival and it's super awkward because we don't know if we have to act like we've met each other before. But I don't know. I was, it felt like a real human interaction. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, for me, I feel like there's a social media face and then there's a real life face. Exactly. And so many people, yeah, they're very, very different. Yeah. And it was like, it was quite nice too because I think when we met, I was like, oh, okay, like he's really a genuine down to earth really good person like Aww. like normal yeah cuz i mean like sometimes you know people are people aren't like that um but i was really happy about that and it was really fun and we oh, played ping really pong funny. and it was great we did play ping pong and <laughs> i whooped you oh don't know about that um i mean i i do know I about remember. that I know exactly that's, that's how it went down. It's completely wiped out of my memory. <laughs> how was it for you, Oi? Like when we met? Uh yeah, so I um I knew like a few of your songs. I was like I loved your music and um I actually came across it uh obviously because of Billie Eilish because you know, you had a little mm-hmm. thing going on with her and I was like I think I was watching that live stream where she shouted you out. And then I went and checked it out. And I was like, oh, no, this girl lives near me. <laughs> I <literally laughs> listen. And then um, I uh, yeah, started listening. And then, yeah, I remember watching you play ping pong. And I was wanted to play ping pong with you. But I was, like, too nervous to, like, go up because I'm real awkward with meeting new people. <laughs> and I ended up just, I don't know, doing it. 
Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that that was funny. I was watching your sound check that day too, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because I couldn't stay for the show. Oh yeah, and I, true. I yeah, had, been, you had that show yeah. at, the, um, at the bar. Yeah, I had another. I had another show that night as well. Yeah. Um, and I was just like so excited to watch the the sound check because I'd never seen you play before, and um, I think you were like my favorite artist at the time too because I really loved um younger i know that sounds really typical because like that's <laughs> such a popular like LMG, song you're of yours. such a local oh my god uh, I'm, I'm such a it's so mainstream <laughs> i don't care okay i'm gonna be proud about what i love and i yeah. love younger it's oh, thank you. Uh, i relate to it a lot it's great thank you um i did want to talk to you about how music started for you actually um yeah because you're you're quite young, aren't you? I am quite young. I'm a bit. I'm a bit on the uh, on the younger side of things. He's a bit of a teen. He's a bit of a teen. Tell me how you got started and how old you were when you first got into music. Um, when I first got into music as a thing, I guess is like actually being a music fan. I probably would have been around uh, six, seven. I got to know. Like I was. I was a huge fan of uh of like James Morrison when I was a uh in like 2006 because that's when his debut album Undiscovered came out and that like my dad was always playing like Stevie Wonder and um Bill Withers and uh like a bunch of jazz as well and just like those those are the people that I grew up with and then like the first artist that I found just through my dad's one of my dad's playlists was James Morrison and I remember I bought that CD when I was like about a year and a half later because that's the only music that I listened to. And I bought that CD and I was so happy and I just like kept that so close. And then the more I listened to it, the more I realized that I wanted to do what he did. And uh, he had like a real husky voice. And I remember when I was a kid, I had a really croaky, husky voice for like a, an, a six, seven year old. So <laughs> I, I started, you know, singing along and I, 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 kind of felt like I, I was doing what he was doing. And then I took guitar lessons when I was like eight or nine. Didn't like it as much, but I uh, I still love to sing. And then it kind of mainly went into singing lessons. And then uh, I haven't had a guitar lesson since I was about eight or nine. But uh, that's, yeah, that's, that's the stuff that I love to do is just sing and play the acoustic guitar. That's where I feel most comfortable. Yeah. That's like really interesting because I feel like you and I – from what you you say, it's like I was brought up with Stevie Wonder as well, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know if you do you listen to George Benson at all. Uh, not so much. I'm sure my dad has played him around the house, but he's not someone that has really stuck. I guess. Oh my gosh, crazy! It's um, yeah, it's really interesting because I mean, like the environment that you go around really, for me, it really influences my music and the way that I write. So. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that it's the same with you? Like, are your parents musical at all? Um, yeah, uh, not really. I mean, my dad played the drums when he was a kid and still kind of plays the drums. Like, he's got, he's got a good rhythm, I guess. No one sings in my family. Like, we all love music and we're all huge music fans, but no one uh, is like an avid musician. Oh, wow. But in my extended family, like my cousins, I've got this, my dad's sister's family, like every single kid is a musician. Like every single, it was like four of them. I think one, like one isn't, but um, 
the rest of the three are like, a, I've all got like an artist project and they're all incredible musicians. So I kind of almost felt like, yeah, that was the family that I was supposed to be in. And then the other one who didn't play was, this, but, but still anyway. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's because you stand out in this, in this family. <laughs> 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 because, um, yeah, because my family aren't musical either, either yeah. really. So Which that's pretty nice funny. In a way, because when you play something that you've made to them, they're not like, mm, I don't think it should be a E7 that cool. Like, I don't know about that chord there. <laughs> like, then it's like, yeah, this is cool. I don't like how it like goes down a bit, but like, I like how it's up. <laughs> you know, it's very. Yeah, yeah. It's like you get a proper consumer's opinion. Yeah. Ex- that's why I always go to my family for an opinion, eh? Before yeah. anybody else. Exactly. Um. Okay. Hearty question. Yes. <laughs> I, um, my favorite song of yours, do you, can you guess what it is? Well, you said younger before, but. No, no, no. Like this is, this is my number one favorite. Oh, okay. Like, uh, hmm. I don't want to guess and like get it wrong. And then you realize you don't <laughs> like that song. <laughs> okay. Tell me, you tell um, me. So I really like your song Hard Sometimes. Oh, that's are you are you okay? <laughs> oh wait, I know. It's it's really like emotional. I always drive to it. I always post it on my story at like three AM. Um after I've had a cry. I love it. I love Aww. it. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna talk about the song? Yeah, well this song I wrote with a guy called Rabel and um M Phases when I was in the United States of America in uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> And I, uh, I was real sad, obviously, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> as you can tell in the song, um, I was really just missing my friends a lot. Uh, I'd been in the States for a while. I think I'd like just come off tour and I wasn't going home. I was going straight back to writing. So, um, yeah, I was just kind of in, a, in not the best mindset. And this was really the first time where I felt like I could open up to a stranger because I'd never met. Rabel before um and with all sessions I've had I've kept it pretty surface level everything I've said and everything I've written about and this one uh I just got along with him so well and I just really opened up and then he opened up to me because he'd been on tour uh as well and we really related to it and it came out so quickly like we wrote this the full song in about like 45 minutes and um it was, yeah, it wow. was real. It was really sweet. And like, we we're both so attached to the song so quickly. Like all three of us in the room were just like, oh, wow, this is really true. And we all really felt every line and it was very specific and it depicted exactly what we were feeling. And um, yeah, I, uh, it's very personal, obviously, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, but like when I, like people say about that song, like they automatically think that I hate touring and I hate being away from my, like and like being away from home but yeah i guess th- like songwriting for me is focusing on one thing and just exaggerating it and so this was just like one small negative of touring is obviously being a bit homesick so i made a whole song about being incredibly unfathomably dramatically <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly oh wow yeah like i um yeah, I, I listened to that song and I was like, wow, like this is really nice. Because, I mean, for me, um, obviously I, I love writing sad songs. Yeah, but it's so I much like, fun. But <laughs> I, like yeah, like, I like how much vulnerability comes out of it. And I feel like 
for that song because you're a bit of a comedian ruler. You're a bit of oh, a you're a bit of a laugh. Stop it. You're a bit of a cracker. Oh, I just just had oh, to say no. it. Um, yes, uh, but it, it's kind of it's nice to hear you kind of all sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, thank you. It's, um, Thanks so much for. Yeah, you're you know. welcome. Nah, but um, it is nice to hear you open up about something that like you know is is a real. That's the thing. I um I don't. Like, I don't, I'm not very comedic in my songs anyway. Like, I, I never really have yeah. any, like, snarky, witty remarks like a lot of artists who have a sense of humor do. So, but I felt like this was the one where I just really just went hard on the sadness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, don't you find it? It's just way easier to write sad songs as well. They come a lot quicker because whatever you're feeling and like, you know, obviously sadness, I feel like is a very strong feeling. And it's, a, it's when you've got the right music behind it, it really can just spill out really quickly. So it's quite attractive to write sad songs for me. Yeah. No, I think I feel the same. Like you can indulge in it in a different way. Yeah. Um, I've never really, obviously fun songs are fun, but <laughs> they are fun, but like, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, you really feel it. When it's when it's uh, personal, personal, and it kind of reflects on some sort of trauma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, speaking of trauma, how has your lockdown been? <laughs> oh, <laughs> great segue. Yeah. Um, it's Thanks. been it's been all right. I've been um, just trying to adjust to doing the same thing and being in the same place every day, which I don't which I haven't done for the past almost three years, three and a half years. I've like, I, I haven't spent more than a few weeks in Sydney in the past three years. And now this is just since mid March, I've been here, you know, in the same house every day, waking up in the same bed. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been nice. Obviously like for the first few, for the first like month and a half, it was a bit of a novelty and I was really, really loving it. And I was just loving being at home and, um, I was really, really creative in those couple months and I was writing a bunch of stuff and I was setting up a studio in my, in my house and I fully like decked it out and I was really feeling like an artist. I was feeling like a proper, you know, musician. I felt like I was doing yeah. it right. And, um, and also all my friends were also on holiday. So I like, I was going on like the classic walks, like, you know, cause in here you could go yeah, on like, a yeah. walk with on your friends. So I'd like go on a walk with all my friends every morning for, for like exercise. And that was really nice. And then as soon as my friends started going to school and I, I again, like they, they went back to school, I was like, you know, pretty getting pretty lonely again. And then my family was going back to work and then my sisters are going back to uni. So it's kind of just been me in the house. I mean, trying to get out as much as possible, but it's kind of got to a point where I'm like a bit by myself. <laughs> yeah. How, what about you? How have you yeah. been, Dylan? Um, yeah, I've been I've been good, eh? Like, I mean, the lockdown was obviously really hard for a lot of people, um, which which is awful and it sucks. Um, yeah. Luckily for me, um, it hasn't been bad. Um. Because we live in New Zealand and we have such a great um, government that really seem to care about um, the well-being of everybody. I know. Um, we've been I know. on a crazy you lockdown. You and your Jacinda, we're jealous. Yeah. Yes, Jacinda. Yeah, she's <laughs> the whole so world great. Is jealous. Eh? <laughs> yeah, um, but it's it's been good. I've been kind of the same as you. Like 
going for all these massive walks like in the morning. Yeah. I didn't um yeah, during lockdown like because we went on lockdown for just over a month. Um and mm-hmm. it it was weird because I didn't get to see anybody, like nobody that I knew except for my family because I was living like I'm living with my family. Yeah, how um, did that how did that work? Were you were you fighting a lot? Was it pretty peaceful? Was it how did it go? Um family life during lockdown is very peaceful. Um we That's actually good. um yeah, it was good cuz we kind of got ourselves into a bit of a routine. Um where we'd all bake, um, like Oh, that's Afghans. very wholesome. Yeah, and like we went for walks. My sister was doing yoga. Um, we watched a lot of films. Yeah, us too. Yeah, that's cute that you guys had a family um show. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we have a bunch of them. Like we watched um we watched Dave all together as a family, the little Dicky show, and we all love that. And then we watched oh yeah Ozark. <laughs> Like we all, we're, we're very like, we all love film. We're, we're rig- like, I don't know, when it comes to art and it comes to music and film, we all, that's one thing the whole family really, really agrees on. And we're all kind of on the same wavelength, but we've all got the same taste. Um, there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like I, we don't really disagree on, on much when it comes to art. That's cool. That's really good. Like that's healthy, especially for you as a creative, eh? Yeah, I think it is. I think it, it is very healthy, but then it, there is a lot we do disagree on. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the non-artistic stuff. Just about yeah, the dishes. Yeah. It's not all um, rainbows. Yeah. Um, oh, there's something I did want to talk to you about. Um, you have an incredible fan base. Um, yes, a lot of a lot of your fans do uh, talk to me. Yeah, um, oh, they love you. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, um, they're great, lovely, lovely, loving beings. Um, Very. I wanted to ask you what your favorite fan interaction has been before. Ooh, that's a good question. The one that just came to mind yeah. as soon as you said that was. Um, Actually, being in Dublin. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Dublin was incredible. Uh, I think that was like the uh, like I remember I I got to the show and there was like a bunch of fans waiting outside and it was all really really sweet and um they were all just like shouting out the funniest things. I forgot, but they were like really like the first not the first but like the fan base like in a place that had made me laugh the most like just individually. And then I did the whole meet and greet thing, which is always pretty amazing. But, you know, sometimes it can get a little awkward and it is a bit of a weird interaction. And, um, but this time yeah. like, they, they were all just so funny. And every single one, like they're all like just shouting at each other from across the room, like hyping each other up before like, you know, <laughs> they went up. And it was just like, they were all so aware of the situation and like what, like the vibe was. And it really just relaxed everyone. And it was just really funny. And we all got along. Was, we all just like, we're having a laugh for an hour. And it was just like, it went way longer than it usually does. And I don't know, that was just a really sweet moment. I think like that was like a, the, one of the most pure connections I've had with like, uh, my fans. Aww. When uh, when was that? Like, was that last year? That would have been uh, November, November last year. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. that's cute. Hopefully, they're listening. 
Hopefully. Shout out to them. Shout, shout out, out to everybody to that was shout there. Shout out to no, shout out to everyone. As but mainly Aww. Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be inclusive here. Um Yeah, cuz I don't know if you've ever like cuz for me I was a crazy fan um of Kaylani. Oh, when really? I, I was Yeah, like nuts when I was uh 20. Um mm-hmm. and I like lined up for her concert like I got the meet and greet I went to the airport to meet her twice like oh I was God. like obsessed yeah Cute. like it was nuts and it wasn't that long ago but it's <laughs> like it's funny because there's situations where it's like I know how it has been the fan and like putting a lot of pressure on the situation like being like, oh, I hope the the meeting goes well. Like, I hope she likes me. I hope that um, there's we potentially become friends from this meeting greet. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. That's and the, it's so yeah. it's funny when it's the other way around. Yeah, and then you mean, meet people it that is, it, is, are the same. it is it is a strange kind of interaction. But I guess like as long as you don't make it, okay. I feel like it it is a lot on on me. I guess to be as normal and loving as possible because there's a lot of artists when they when they meet fans where they're very just like they don't even look at them they just look at the camera and they put the arm around them they smile and then they get shooed off like that's the weird thing that's like that's the scary thing to me um but i feel like yeah once if you really just look them in the eye and you make them known that they exist because like it, it's it it does make a difference i think yeah oh it's so nice that you care <laughs> no <I'm joking>. yeah <laughs> no nah, that's that's really not it is, it is not it's really nice to hear though like oh you're such a sweet soul rule I'll s- you stop that immediately oh my god okay fine <laughs> you suck um what what's your highlight of your music career Ooh, um, favorite question ever. Yes, <laughs> it is. I usually say, um, that I have been asked this question many times before. No, I'm kidding. Um, that what? But, I don't know. I didn't really say anything audible just then. Um, I <laughs> think it probably is playing the opera house. Um, oh wow, doing that twice. I think that was a really like that was probably my biggest pinch me moment uh, just because of how big it felt. And like that room is so huge. Like it seats, I think like uh, 2,500, which uh, like is a pretty wow. huge show, but um, yeah, that like I, it still felt more special than doing the Horden, which was like 6,000. So I don't know why it just felt really it, weird in that moment. Um, walking out on that stage because that would have been like the biggest by far and I'd been to the opera house like since I was like four or five just to go watch shows so that was a really crazy moment I still think that is the the uh the highlight so far but there's too many to count like when it comes to like uh my like other shows that I've done as well that have just been pretty amazing I guess like it's kind of like the opera house is so iconic yeah. to you. Yeah, because, I know. It, like, it felt weird Sydney, seeing right? my name at, like, the box office. That was, like, a strange thing. Like, walking uh, past or, like, driving past into the, uh, like, driving backstage, like, underneath the 
tunnel. Like I saw my name on the box office thing. And I remember just like seeing um, some of my favorite artists like on that box office. So it was, yeah, that was really nuts. Oh, that's so cool, Louis. Um, I did, I did lastly want to talk about um, a current event that's happening in the world at the moment. Um, yes. Obviously, Black Lives Matter yes. has always been a really important discussion. But Extremely, right now, yeah. it's like crazy. More than ever. And there are so many people speaking up, you know, so many people demanding change, you know, and it's, it's really cool to see. It's been, yeah, it's um, been amazing. Yeah, and like I mean, for me, I I didn't know a lot about um the oppression of like black people in America, and I mean even yeah. Maori in New Zealand, Aboriginal in Australia, mm-hmm. um, and it's something that I've learned a lot about. Um, but I think one thing that I I've learned the most about is um because I've always been the type of person that's been really quiet on issues, um. Not too quiet, but kind of just like didn't want to say anything wrong or like didn't want to say anything yeah. um, offensive. I've been the same, um, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's kind of even scary to talk about it now, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I you, read you, this, you're you're I never to, going to please everyone that sees like, you know, what, like what you write. You just got to do something that you truly believe in and you think is the right thing and you got to, yeah, get the resources and you got to learn oh yeah anyway you continue (laughs) yeah no i yeah it's like i agree like exactly but it's like i went to um a march in auckland um Mm -hmm. and i I read this sign and it said there comes a time where silence becomes betrayal and that's when i was like okay like i should probably start saying more because it's better to say something about like because i know what my opinion is and i know my opinion is that black lives really 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 matter yeah. like a lot like <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what i mean yeah um, yeah it's like it's crazy it- that it, that's even the argument that that's the staple like <laughs> yeah like uh, yeah. I, I, it's it's so insane that some people disagree with that statement that like that's controversial yeah. like that it's that's the weirdest thing to me is that that could be something that could raise eyebrows in a room like that's yeah anyway but we are lucky that we have that education um that's yeah that's why it's our duty to uh post and to share the right articles and to share the right resources so people who follow us because we do have a following like who, who may like have parents who are racist who um have taught them otherwise so if yeah if there yeah. are people that look up to you that is a huge power to you know make sure uh those people are doing the right thing. Yeah, that's such a like that's such a good thing to say. Like because yeah, it's crazy how some kids are like that, you know, obviously admire you and all that. Like they might be living in a household with people that think otherwise and tell them otherwise, you know. Yeah. So it's important that, you know, we do our part and say something. Um is that something that you've learned through this time? Like, is to to learn to speak up, or have you always spoken up about like worldly problems? Like, is there anything that you've really learned? Well, yeah, well, like like you said, when it comes to um, world problems and like uh, stuff like that, like I, I I have in the past definitely been silent on social media because I'd always just thought that if I say 
nothing. There's no way this can be turned on me and make it look like, you know, something that I didn't like being too opinionated. I've always been scared of being too opinionated on my, um, on my social media because I've always wanted it to kind of be like, this is what I do instead of this is who I am. Um, which is something that I like saw from like Maddie Healy, who's like a huge activist where he says like his social media is like all about what he does and not who he is. And he, I thought that was like yeah. quite a healthy thing when it comes to this, like having a strong opinion of the right thing is so important. And this is just above anything. I, I feel like this is like the top priority. So in this time, yeah, I definitely learned, like you said yourself that, you know, silence is is betrayal at this point and um uh i'm 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 so happy i've learned that now um but i wish i'd learned it earlier as well yeah like thank you for speaking up about it so so often as well though like that's really really cool and i'm really really happy to see you being on like such a the right side of history you know like it's um yeah <laughs> it's really nice like it's really really cool yeah, well, I've got like, um, you know, who like I I'm so inspired by black art and by music and there's so many incredible executives on my team who are black and like I'm like I you know like it's just it seems insane for me to be kind of using all this <laughs> all and all of that and not yeah. standing up for, you know, their rights. Like it, it's it's like it's complete insanity to not do that yeah well in ways it's like black culture in in ways like runs through everybody like do you know what i mean like we're all influenced by it at some point so like we should exactly. we yeah. all come together and support you know exactly um cool um thank you so much for for having a talk to me rule i oh, really thank appreciate you. your thank time thank you for having me this is really this is really nice keep writing keep incredible songs oh you're going to make me all teary. Don't make me cry when we end this rule. Jeez. <laughs> all right. Keep writing mediocre songs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Thanks so much to all of you for listening and joining me on Pages Space. I want to thank Nick and Paula, my managers from Nick Nick Media, Taryn and Gabe from Sony, and Carl, my producer. Pages Space was produced and edited by blueandgingecreative.com in association with Sony Music New Zealand. Be sure to check out my EP, Let Me Grow, on Spotify and Apple Music. Plus, visit pagespace.com for updates on the next podcast, merch, and all my social links. See ya! <laughs> uh.